Welcome to Cancelled. We're just trucking through back-to-back recording session of American Gothic, episodes 9 and 10. Sarah June is here for the duration. How you doing? Doing good. Another cloudy afternoon. Yeah, it's a muggy, It's muggy very gothic. Day. It's a little gothic. I, I feel like, like there should be some, like, uh, magnolia trees. Is yeah. that a thing? That makes mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's jump into it. Episode 9. Episode 9 and 10, I liked half of. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're doing a good job They of sort of progressing the Caleb Merlin Buck storyline. Yeah, the good versus evil souls battle for souls thing. Is good. The sort of monster of the weakness of it. They're kind of going back to that also. They're going back to it and not in a great way. Yeah. Uh, they're fine. I think episode nine was maybe the saddest episode so far. It really got uh, to it. Did it really? I thought it was trash. It felt like a... No, not like it, like was, a- it was bad, but it, I felt like the story of the couple that we see is like probably just like the most pathetic one. You it's know? very pathetic. But also like it was so dated and so felt yeah. like a bad Tales from the Crypt episode that like yeah. I just couldn't really super connect to it. Uh, the opening is this guy uh, who we don't know is talking to someone. Host. We find out he's a radio host and he's complaining because like... It's probably the most boring cold open, especially because two episodes ago oh, we had pig guys... mass murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig <laughs> drowning like an old man yeah, in a bathtub yeah, yeah. and now we've just Boyerism. got a, a guy in Buck's office talking. Right. And we Whoa. find out he's talking to Buck, but initially we just see him talking yeah. and he's going, he's giving this monologue about how... And it, the monologue doesn't make sense because he says Stupid. like he started in radio because he thought he was getting on the ground floor. Of radio? Yeah, like... Well, like you're, are you 120 <laughs> years old? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but no, he thought he was getting on the ground floor, but now he wants to get into, like, but unless you're on national radio, then it doesn't matter, so I got to get into TV, but But I'm like, why don't not... you try to get on national radio? Yeah, maybe try that. I don't get this. But, uh, so I tried to get on television, but they say we're not photogenic or whatever. Telegenic, yeah. like, what are you, I'm the best talker in the world. I'm like, yeah, one, you're, you're not, I can promise you, you're boring right. already. And you're clearly not telegenic. You're yeah. a slightly balding late 40s man yeah. with a, pu- with a, like a try punch. to be a writer I don't know man yeah, like, <laughs> behind the scenes or wait whatever. 20 years and get into podcasting uh, yeah for sure but it is also like super dated just because like talk radio yeah. was the thing in the early to mid 90s mm-hmm. but like that window left fast and yeah. now it's just fucking dead so like to and watch it, it be yeah. the the main crux of an entire episode of television is a bit much makes it hard to take seriously so the people that he's talking he's talking about his team is his name is Mel and his right. wife's name is Gloria and they're and like they're a talk a, radio the, team right. on AM radio Mel and Gloria in the morning my favorite part of this whole thing is like he, he goes to Buck show, and he's like well he goes to Buck and he's, he's like if you know anybody at the TV station and what I actually thought was going to happen was he was going to be like yeah he does he knows that woman from the first episode yeah. when the murder happened he's like people. hey I got your job or whatever yeah. and he's like uh, if you know anybody you can help me whatever uh, and he's like well what's what do you got he's like oh like I, I could probably get some money he's like I want your fucking money yeah uh, and he's like Buck, well, what, Buck, literally Buck asked him like, what's the most important thing in your world to you and he goes well my wife she's my anchor and I really was expecting Buck to just be like well then I get to fuck your wife like I really <laughs> I really expected that to be the response for a second uh, it's not but man I really thought it was gonna Buck be and I was gonna laugh goes, yeah I don't care yeah I don't care about your wife what else what, what do you got and he's like uh What's what's important to you? What matters more to you than anything else? And he's like, my future is like. He goes me, and I'm like, okay, me good. and my future. Wait, because you okay. just said my wife, and Wait. then and then Buck was like, really? Yeah, yeah. And then you were like, nah, me. me. 
Uh, and Buck's like, yeah, uh, you're worthless. He just yeah. tells him, like, I've seen your future. It's nothing, so I'm not interested. Uh, and the guy's like, you think you can just treat me like this, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take you down. Uh, and as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, buddy. No, you don't, you're not. You fucked mm-hmm. up. You don't threaten Buck. As yeah. we've learned in previous episodes, you don't fuck with Buck. Um, and, and, that's how, and that's the cold open. It's mm-hmm. kind of not interesting. But in a very interesting turn, the black lady's back at the boarding house. Finally. Uh, because some magic shit has to happen at the boarding house, right. and we need the magic black lady. Right, Caleb needs a little advice on ghosts, and the the white blonde lady clearly can't give it to him. So back to uh, the black. We find lady. out that Merlin has not. They don't been even. Back. They don't even explain her absence. There's not even like There's a. Nothing. I just got back. From I was in. I was not even visiting a throwaway family. line. Nothing. They act like she's been there this whole time. Yeah. Matt literally is like eating breakfast. Doctor Matt like kisses her on the cheek, and like I gotta go. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that was really annoying. It's dumb. Also, uh, I didn't realize in the last episode that she was in, but it's uh, it's Tina Lifford, which who I, I only know her from Parenthood. Uh, I did the show. She, no. Yeah, she my she, yeah. My, my girlfriend loves it. Oh, it's fucking great! Yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah. like family drama, and I wish that I didn't like it, but I really do. Um, but yeah, she plays. Uh, uh, if you watch Parenthood, she plays Jasmine's mom on Parenthood. Oh wow! And yeah, she just has a very she's got a very specific way of talking, and I was like, it drove me crazy for like twenty minutes, and I was like, I can IMDb this. Why am I just trying to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so she's back. And I used then, to watch the I watched the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin a bunch. Yeah, when, when she's not in that little kid. There's, yeah, I, I remember that. This is a total aside. There's a, a, a vibrator in that movie. I've actually like, never watched the movie. But it's, I, I don't know if it even has. I don't think it has anything to do with the TV show. Uh, it's fine or whatever. Yeah. But there's a moment where someone finds a vibrator and they're like, "What is this?" And yeah. it's supposed to be a big gag. And I was, I had no fucking idea what it was. I was little. Oh, right? you were little when you watched. I was the movie. little when oh. I watched the movie, so I did not know what that was. <laughs> and then like my sister, who I had watched it with. I feel like to this day pretended to know what it was, but she wasn't that much older than me. Yeah. Uh, she's like, "Ah, oh, you little kid," and I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you." Um, so yeah, parenthood. Uh-huh. I definitely, when I was like, I think when I was like eleven, I was I used to read. There were all these sites that were just lists of weird facts, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I was reading one of those, and one of them was a pig's orgasm lasts for thirty minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know what an orgasm yeah, was. Yeah, I yeah. kind of felt like I knew that it was bad, but right. it was in a list of. Well, 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 slow down. We need to address the fact that you know it's bad. No, I orgasm knew, like, isn't no, bad. It's not, yeah, okay. Just shame I knew it was like a, a sex. A sex thing. I, I kind you. of yeah, knew yeah, that it was yeah, something yeah. I wasn't supposed to say or right, know. Right, right, right. Uh, but but I was like, but it's in a list of science facts. Sure. So maybe. So I asked my mom what an orgasm was, <laughs> and she was like. Where did you right, hear well, about I that? And I was that, like, yeah. on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and she got very upset. She, you canceled your AOL yeah, account. And I was like, no, mom, it's cool. It was about pigs. And she's like, not okay. <laughs> I didn't find out until like two years later what an oh, orgasm was. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so we find out that Merlin has not spoken to uh, Caleb since the events of the last episode. Mm-hmm. So she, whatever. And he's trying to figure out how to get her back. And he's all upset. And she's like, can I help? And he's like, well, I don't think you can unless you like you believe in ghosts. And it's she's like, we already like, covered this. You guys already talked about this. She definitely believes in ghosts. You're all ghost buddies. It's yeah. totally fine. Um, she basically tells him like she brings out this book of like family like a scrapbook, and it's like seek. It's like uh, photos and news clippings and recipes and mm-hmm. yada yada. But then also like some magic shit, I guess. Because there's yeah. like a second funeral. She's like how to have like a, a going away party right. for the it's dead. Kind of, kind of like a, a wake type thing where you have a party, you know, where you celebrate the person that died instead of mourning. And so she, yeah, she's got like a program for somebody's second funeral. And she's like, you throw a going away party. You get all the stuff that they liked. Yeah, yeah. And, you burn uh, it. And yeah, you, you, you send them an invitation. Right, and you right. send them like a map. map for like how to get to the cemetery, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you, well, say, you say goodbye yeah. to them. You really let them go. Because he was like, Marley's like... 
kind of stuck or whatever. Like, I don't know where she is. And she's like, well, have you said goodbye to her? Have you really let her go? And he kind of has to admit, like, yeah, no, I think it's the can't. first time he's had to think about the fact that he might be holding her back sure. from moving on to another world or something. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, so so she shows him all that stuff. She tells him how to do that. We cut to what may be the worst radio show in the history yeah, of radio shows. It is with, so boring. It begins with uh, the guy, Mel, going, wake up, wake up! <laughs> He does scream real weird. That's I guess that's like his good morning show. Vietnam moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just have like a very the stilted banter, banter uh, of like a couple that isn't a couple anymore. And yeah. they're just real sad. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, today's topic is marriage. Well, no, and then today's they sort- topic is like, what's the weirdest thing you've done in a prone position? You know, it was which like, well, it's like today's topic weird. is relationships, which yeah. A, how have you never talked oh, about Oh, that was so... And then before. he's like... Oh, and then, it's such and then, gross and then somebody, man then horse somebody shit. somebody calls in, and then he's like, all right, you're on the air. Tell us, what's your problem, and what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in a recliner? And yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I hate th- of course but you're not on television. The, you're terrible. The, you're terrible, but also his, gro- like, his gross dude reaction is like, today's topic is relationship. He's like, ugh, why do yeah. we want to talk about relationships? This is the difference. Women talk, men act, or whatever ugh. the fuck horse shit it was. It was yeah. so bad. It's really and awful. like just over-the-top delivery. It just really stinks. Yeah, his wife is – immediately she's like, we're going to talk about relationships. On the radio, oh. that's our job. Also, they keep – Going off the air to talk to each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like what do you snicker think is at each other. Like, also, like it's dead air when you go off the fucking air. Also, you know what might be an interesting radio show? You two fighting. Like that yeah. might be like your relationship not being the best might actually be listenable. Oh God, that would make me um, so anxious. Uh, this is where yeah. it gets weird. So, so okay. a person calls a woman. Well. Yeah, a couple a people call in. One of them, one of them is Selena. Selena one of them is clearly Selena like, Combs, and she's like, "Well, you know, I'm fucking your husband or whatever." Like yeah. she doesn't say it like that. But yeah, that's and then he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. And then the next one is a woman who's like really frantic, and her husband has a gun, and the deputy's outside. And like they he's cut in to a that shootout house. with a deputy, and instead of calling the police, she calls the radio station. She's like, "I figured maybe you could talk some sense, sense into him." him. What? It's so Why? fucking! Huh? It's ridiculous. Uh, but I think clearly some sort of Gary Cole setup. That's the only thing I can mm-hmm. imagine. Um, I, so there's a guy in this house. There's a guy in this house with his wife. They're two hill. They're hillbillies. They're like kind of far outside of town. Yeah, Apparently yeah. A, a post office guy. What are they called? Mailman. He, yeah, the man, a post office a guy. Whatever they're po- called. I was about to say a post officer. Uh, <laughs> I like post officer a lot. The a surgeon and a post yeah. officer. A mailman came to deliver things, and the guy shot at him. Yeah, because he was, like, he was delivering off my property, bills or whatever, or whatever yeah. the fuck. And so then the deputy comes and is like, "You can't just shoot the mailman." Yeah, yeah. well, and the then, guy's whole argument is like, "This is my property. You yeah. can't be here if I don't want you here." And he's like, "You can't just shoot the mailman for delivering you bills." Yeah. He tells him he's coming in. The guy points the gun at the deputy. The deputy shoots him. Doesn't kill him. Ends up shooting him in the hip or whatever, and he's like injured, his hips yeah. shattered or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not the best uh, shot to disarm, but it's also not the worst. But all this is happening on air, and what's really annoying because right, the woman's still on the phone. The woman's still on the phone, and the hu- the the wife of the the wife of the radio couple is like, "All right, hold on, we got to get the cops or whatever." Yeah. And the, the husband's like, "Hold on, I think I can work with this." And then literally has the worst radio show on. Like his rea- all he says is, "Are you still there?" What's happening? And then that's it. That's the whole radio. Yeah. I'm like, you just did terrible radio. You didn't right. even try to talk her down or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. put him on the phone, anything. Yeah, how None did 10 more people not call in and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah at you should have called the cops. Uh, and then here's his plan to work. So he confronts the deputy. Yeah. 
With a tape recorder. With a tape He's recorder. like, I'm from the media. You shot a guy. Did you have a warrant? To yes, yeah, so if you have Which a warrant honestly, at your house, you know what? You don't need a warrant when there's someone shooting at a police officer. Yeah, like, right. That's not, it, none of it made any sense. His yeah. arguments he made no sense. He wasn't searching that, yeah. His arguments made no sense, but I did like that at least he had some arguments again. Because, like, the deputy and the sheriff do all sorts of things in the show that are not procedure, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, all right, at least somebody's asking some questions, even if they're stupid questions. They're very stupid questions. Because honestly, yes, that is 100% true. Through, and yeah. I've had a huge problem in the run of the show of yeah. people just like, going, oh, you just did a fucked up thing, and then just not oh, following well, up at all. Yeah. But this was like, this guy was shooting at a cop. The cop can then address Shot that situation. Yeah. Like, it's fine. He, like, he could have killed him very easily. Yeah. He didn't. Like, whatever. He gets him, like, the co- deputy gets all riled up and says, like, uh, yeah, I shot him, and I'm going to shoot you, too, if you don't back up or whatever. Clearly sarcastically. Clearly sarcastically. But the guy now has it on tape, guy's and he's like, going to yeah, blackmail gold. Buck with it, I guess. Yeah. His argument was, like, I'll play it every day before, I, the, as I start my show, and I'll put, like, put gunshots behind yeah. it. So what do you say now about getting me that TV job, huh? And, and then Buck goes, cool. uh, yeah. okay, well, yeah, let's do it, but mm, your wife can't be involved. Yeah, he sounds like, uh, you know, I talked to the TV. The reason that they wouldn't take you is your wife, not you. Um, it's so... Uh, that whole sequence, like, I like Buck's immediate, like, all right. And it's a little obvious. That's what, like, this this storyline felt so, like, Tales from the Crypt morality play yeah, to me. Yeah, of, yeah. like, you want, what, you got to kill your wife? Well, it's going to come back and bite you. Well, also the thing is, is he's like, all right, your wife can't be on the show. And then the guy goes, oh, she would never let me do it without her. And I'm like, what? Why not? It doesn't make any sense. Like, she, I think she can probably still stay on the radio. radio She doesn't seem to care as much as you do about being on television. Why wouldn't she let you? And then, and then he, and then the, the guy, Mel, the husband goes... Guess I'll have to divorce her. I'm like, no, you don't. None yeah, of this yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to divorce her. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, Buck goes, well, she's going to be after you for money for the rest of your life. life. And then he's like, you'll have to kill her. Like yeah, all the yeah, options yeah. that are less dramatic than killing her are written off for reasons for, that don't make, really yeah, don't make sense for certain. Uh, so it's like, all right, okay, I guess now the guy is trying to decide: should I kill her or not? That's the whole, yeah, and that's the sort of the whole premise of that storyline. Right, your wife or your or your dream job, I guess. Uh, I very Which also much... his dream job is to be on local television. Yeah, it's so sad. Your dream that? job should be on na- like national radio is better yeah. than local television. Yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. But he gets mad. He's like, I would like to be recognized on the street. I'd like to be appreciated. Shut up. Shut up. Um, he so then we get another. So at this deputy... point, he's he's. Thinking We're about killing, killing his, his wife. wife to get on she television. is a little suspicious that maybe he is, is, being, sleeping, is sleeping with somebody else. Yeah, because somebody called on the radio station and was yeah. like, I'm fucking your and husband. And then after Buck is like, plants the idea in his head to kill the wife, um, he stays out all night. The, the husband stays out all night. He falls and he asleep comes in, in his car. He falls asleep in his car. Shit. He comes into work the next day, and she's like, where the fuck were you? And he's like, I fell asleep in my car. And she's like, uh, what's going on Not with us? Not that argument. Yeah. yeah. And, but the thing is, like, this is another instance of them being at work together, and she just goes off the air. Yeah. She just goes off the to air the to point, talk to the him. The producer's like, hey, guys, dead air. Yeah, like, his has to remind them they're on the radio. Like, be fucking, maybe this is why you're not on TV. Be professional and keep doing your job and wait until a commercial break to talk to each other about your fucked up marriage or whatever. For sure. Uh, we get, mur- I, so the other part of the story, so like this so storyline, I'm not the, really yeah. liking that much. The going but away the, party for the co- That I like. Yeah. It's the, the radio host shit is, is right, poor right. shit. 
Uh, but I like Caleb's going away party thing. I yeah. really enjoy how adorable. It's really cute. His, so he has his little buddy, and Boone. they're getting their stuff together for the going away party. The Boone's drawing a map. He's writing the invitation, mm-hmm. and Boone's like, "Is this map good enough?" And he's like, uh, "What do you think? Can you get your? Could you follow that map home?" And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, well, I guess she can too. And it's, it's like real cute. it's real cute. Uh, we find out that the two things that mean the most to her in the world are Frosted Flakes and Peanuts in the Shell. I don't think they're supposed to be the things that mean the most, but well, it's just like stuff she likes. Well, I mean, he says like the things that mean the most to her. Like those really? are, that's his line is that. Now he's a that's kid. But what adorable. I get is like he's a kid. He doesn't know. So like, right. he, like that's how he's staying. Also she like. And for, he gets yeah. real mad because Boone was supposed to get those things and he got Corn Flakes instead of Frosted mm-hmm. Flakes. And he's like, you don't understand. Yeah. If we don't get the Frosted Flakes, we'll end up with Aunt Ruth or whatever. Aunt fuck. Ruth likes Corn Flakes, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I just like their relationship where Boone, while he doesn't really have a ton to do, yeah. like, we don't know much. We don't know Boone's background or right. whatever. The only thing we really know about Boone is that he's got Caleb's back. Yeah. Like, whenever some shit he's needs to do he's going to be around. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, Boone don't know shit about ghosts, yeah. but he's willing to pretend and play yeah. this fucking game that's going to make his friend like, feel sure, better. sure, I'll go get some cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, he's going to go buy cornflakes, man. Sweet. That kid's like, doesn't have yeah. money. It's, like, it's very, like... Their relationship is very sweet, yeah. if a little underdeveloped as far as like yeah. the story goes. But I really do like how like I do love them. Being Boone's there. Every fucking thing that has happened yeah. to Caleb or started, Boone has been by his yeah. side. And there's also I like that they don't introduce random new friends for Caleb. Yeah, it's still yeah, just yeah, Boone. yeah. They found Boone, and that's all that matters, yeah. man. He's got Boone. I I, I like it very much. Uh, so he, he, they're gonna have their fucking going away party. The, the going away party involves basically writing an invitation and having run a map, the map and, getting a, and burning stuff, all this stuff. You burn it. Yeah. So he, I like that they set up in a barbecue pit. I'm like, that is very, that is what they would do. They For set sure. up in a barbecue pit. Everything fucking lights up real quick. Uh, and then so they get a fire going. They burn the invitation. They burn the map. Um, and they burn some peanuts and they burn some frosted course, flakes. Some frosted flakes. Boone says, hey, aren't you going to burn that locket? And the special locket the special you always locket carry. That he carries. And he's like, oh, I don't want to burn that. That was and your sister's. It was his sister's locket, but it's the only picture of his mom that he has. And Bo- even Boone's like, yeah, but like you're supposed to burn all the important stuff to her. Yeah. And I think that was pretty important. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. He's like, all right, not ready to And then he's like, all right, I got to go. Tell me if anything happens. Yeah, and like, yeah. I like, like to the point, like he was there, but at some point he's got to go home. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> he's still a kid. Yeah. He's like, I'm out late. Which yeah, I yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. For sure. My, my parents are going to get bad. Let yeah. me know if, if Merlin shows up right. or whatever. And then what I like too is like, uh, Boone's like, shouldn't you say magic word or something? And then Caleb's like, this isn't magic. And I'm like, it's definitely magic. Yeah, you're yeah. conjuring a ghost. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. burning shit to conjure a ghost. This is magic. But I kind of like that he doesn't think of it yeah, that way, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's just like, this is just kind of his life. I know. I just, life it's like, no, no, it's for cute. sure. It's cute. It's and he's like, this ain't magic. This is real. My sister's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, meanwhile, the deputy has out playing pool again, and fucking Selena Combs shows back up. Boring. So boring. It was boring the first time this yeah. happened, and it's boring now. And I was so annoyed. She's so- also wearing a top that is, I think, supposed to sort of be leopard print, but it just looks like somebody spattered black paint on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, dumb. Yeah. It looks or like a cigarette burn. It looks like she, her shirt is covered in cigarette burns. She is so fake hot. Like, yeah. she's supposed to be this, like, super sultry, she's supposed to be very sultry, but she just seems like she's kind of asleep all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah like, she's, everything's tired. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. she's half closing her eyes to appear sexy, sexual. but she just looks sleepy. She just looks <laughs> She looks real sleepy. Uh, but it's an exact 
replay of the previous yeah. time this he happened. He was like, oh, last time this happened, I got in a lot of trouble. trouble. Yeah, yeah he got So he's out getting drunk because he feels bad about shooting this guy. Uh, and she's like, I'll help or whatever. And says like, no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm here to help. You want to go on a trip? I'll take you to Paris or whatever. It's a terrible scene. Dumb. The next day, he's at the police station. She's at the police station. Gary Cole's there. She's not yeah, at she's work a, for some reason. Like those this kids, is, never, it wasn't a Saturday. These kids, no, just it never wasn't a Saturday because the sheriff and them are at where everyone's at work. She's who the fuck knows? There is no other teachers, I guess. Yeah, I who guess knows she just school. <laughs> yeah, the, those kids can fucking fend for themselves. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing I like is like, so you first he walks in and he sees her sitting there and he's like, what the fuck? And then like Cole's behind her mm-hmm. and he's like, oh god damn it! Yeah. Like his reaction is to be like, fuck again. Yeah. Like, and I was like, Which all right, is that's, exactly the right reaction. It is, but like it's such a comedically, yeah. like a comedic choice. I, I love really that he wasn't that. like, what's going on? Because like, bitch, you yeah, know what's yeah, going you know what's going on. on. She know. played you again yeah. the whole way. This other thing, yeah. like exactly right. And basically, he's like. I don't even know what she got out of him this time. Yeah. I honestly don't. I was a little confused by that. We now it's been set up that uh, that the Mel and Gloria, the, the radio couple, um, are gonna have a date. They're gonna have a date. A it's ro- weird. It's very weird. Like, like he comes into the radio station. She's on the radio. She's she's made an excuse for him. She's like, "Oh, my husband has a flu. He can't come in." He comes into the office. Uh, she fucking goes off the air to be like, "Where were you?" And he's like, "I just you know was thinking," and then I was sleeping in my car. And she's like, "I don't fucking believe you." And then she gets back on the air and she's like. All right, folks, uh, I guess it looks like my husband is going to take me out on a date. A boat ride on Lake Jackson. It's yeah, like, why yeah, did you yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking weird. Like, I don't understand why that's your next move. They eventually set say, up though, that apparently they have some, That was like one of their first their dates early or something. dates was this rowboat ride or whatever. But like, no one, you're no one fucking cares. 48. It's like, weird. You're not going on a rowboat yeah. ride. And like... In the foggy dark. Like, yeah. it, like it's not even... And also, that is the fakest lake rowboat ride I have ever seen. They might as well just have like blue drawn waves on a fucking like stage play where they pull it behind you. Like it's so fake. Uh, I will say though, what I my favorite thing about this episode is I think the actress that plays the wife is really good. Good, super she's good, super great. believable. She's way, yeah, 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 yeah. Like so much better than anybody else in this episode. Yeah, she's like, way subtle. Like she's yeah. really playing it. Like, she really yeah. got to me with this. Like yeah. she she's very believable. I mean, for such a stupid storyline, she really like elevated it. I think. Yeah, I think she was great as an actress. I thought she was really good. She didn't have a lot to work with because yeah. like they didn't write a ton for her. No, but she didn't what overplay she did was, it. Like, she, she was very restrained. Like it was sure. good. Uh, <laughs> so they're they're on the lake and uh, uh, yeah she sta- like she gets mad and then she stands up and fucking uh, falls off falls off the falls boat, off the boat. And she's like, something's got my foot. And he's like, sorry. And starts like slowly rowing away right. from her, which I actually kind of <laughs> yeah. like that move. It was pretty funny. It was just real. It was because like she's literally like just her face and maybe two hands out of the water. Yeah. And she's like, help, help. My foot's stuck. Yeah. And it's, it would be like if he then just slowly backed out of the room. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's just like kind of slowly rowing back. It's like in like, The Simpsons where oh, Mel, just sort I'm of so sorry. disappears into a bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but on the waterfront. And yeah, he's like, he he's literally like, sorry, baby, as he's rowing away. Yeah, for sure. I actually really enjoyed that moment. Uh, there is another thing we miss. So when Caleb has the the second the going away party for right. Merlin, nothing re- happens. Well, no, well, that's not true. There's a big fire, yeah, and then Merlin's face appears yeah. in the fire, grabs Caleb's throat, and she yeah. can't really talk. And I think we're supposed but to she buy say that. Help. She, she says help. help. She's stuck, but she can't say much more than that. And I think the reason she can't fully show up, like she can show up and not all the way, is that he didn't burn the locket. Right. We're so supposed to buy her, that. He can see her, but he can't. Really, well, she's her. choking him, but he yeah. can't help her. There's like a weird moment there. 
He then can, he goes back to the scrapbook of the black lady, uh, who, by the way, doesn't show up again in the no. next episode. She's got one scene. She's gone. Sure. Um, and finds like a, a like a spell essentially that says like you need brimstone and yada yada. Well, he try looks to bring he looks at the uh, the program again. He's like, let me yeah. go look at that second funeral pamphlet thing. Right. And then it says in the pamphlet like we did you know we're going to do this and then we're going to sprinkle brimstone right. on yeah, the yeah, grave yeah, or the right. cover or just somewhere. Uh, like on the fire on the ashes. where we burn the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he goes and he asks, you know, Dr. Matt, what the fuck is brimstone? He says it's sulfur. He goes to the shed, finds some sulfur. Guess who's there? Jeff Cole. Yeah. Jeff Buck shows up immediately. Uh, here's what I very much like about this is it's the first pure instance of Buck talking magic with Caleb. Yeah. Because he tells him, like, Caleb's like, he grabs him, he's like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, resurrecting the dead is serious business, yeah. boy. Are you prepared to handle that or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, knows what's happening, and this is a moment of, like, okay, let's both... He doesn't equal, beat around the bush. We're on equal footing here on some level of, like, we're both magical people. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that interaction. Yeah. Um, he, uh... <laughs> I'm going to wrap up Caleb's storyline. He gets the brimstone. He puts it on the thing. There's like a big whirly pool of dust Light and smoke and shit. And Merlin comes back. Yeah. Um, she's back in her pure He burns white. the locket. He does burn the locket. That's he right. Puts, he sprinkles some, some sulfur, powder sulfur, and then he throws the locket on it. And it kind of... I really liked this. It sort of like shakes, and the coals mm. kind of shake, and then uh, like a sort of a... Uh, like a whirlpool like a yeah like a whirlpool opens of, yeah, up yeah, yeah. in the brimstone and, and the locket gets kind of sucked in and then Merlin appears and she's wearing the locket yeah 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 and she's back in her like pure white angel, whatever, angel, angel outfit, outfit. Uh, um, the other story and that's kind of that for the Caleb yeah. storyline the other storyline oh wait and then she says thy will be done Caleb thy will be done and I was like yeah, whoa yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, very yeah, like yeah. Caleb you're a fucking Caleb's magician Caleb's got some power yeah, yeah. for sure and, I, and as, these are like they are not. I like that they're not like the last episode. They brought up his like he had or the previous episode. Yeah. He had the power to mm-hmm. like bellow or whatever. They're slowly progressing in his abilities, yeah. and I like that. Uh, he shows up the next day, uh, or uh, radio host shows up. Here's the, At the sheriff's. Well, station. here's what's ridiculous. There's a moment where he's walking into the radio station previously, and Selena Combs is outside, and it's like, "Hey, I want to fuck you." Essentially. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she like, tells I'm him, like, "I'm a big fan of yours." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do whatever you want or whatever the yeah. fuck she tells him. Um, after he like he drowns the wife or lets her drown. Right. He goes to the police station. He's telling his story. Like he's soaking wet. He's like, "I tried to save her, but I'm not a great swimmer." Blah blah blah. The deputy's not buying it, but Does the sheriff. But the sheriff is like, "Whatever." He's been through tragedy. Let him go. Yeah. Obviously, there's something going on. Uh, he's in the fucking radio. He goes, like goes to the police sta- to the radio station, and Selena Combs is there, and he's like been drinking a little bit. He's not hammered, but he's got like a flask in his hand. Yeah, yeah. But he's not wasted by any stretch right. of imagination. He's a little, he seems a little like traumatized by what he's done. What he's done. But he immediately starts, starts admitting to murder yeah. to Selena Combs, who is legit a woman he met once in a parking lot. Right. That is their only interaction and yeah. he immediately admits, like confesses to murder. She's kind of like, hey, wife. what happened? And he's like, oh, she drowned. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh, do you feel good about that? And he's like, kind of, yeah. yeah he, well, he says like it was an accident that I let happen. Yeah. Like he like makes the whole point of and like he goes, did it. Yeah. And she goes, you wanted her to die? And he's like, yeah, I guess I did. And yeah, then yeah, she's yeah. like, oops, I've been taping you this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, There's like a TV, TV cameras. All these lights come on. It's like TV cameras filming her um i like that like ridiculous oversell of his because like the lights all come on he's like huh what mm-hmm. oh and he's like spinning yeah. to all of them it's real like, goofy 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He does a full hardcore buck it's very yell. Twilight Zone. Very Twilight that Zone. Sequence. And Twilight Zone or or Tales from the Crypt, any of those like anthology shows that were all just morality plays, yeah, right? Yeah. And this is greed will fucking bite you in the end. Yeah. Uh turns out she's not dead. She is a good swimmer. And I knew that the moment like we didn't right. see it. The moment he doesn't stay to make sure she's dead yeah she's clearly not dead and also he mentions that he's like oh like when he's at the sheriff's he's like oh it's ironic because you know i'm the bad swimmer like i'm a terrible swimmer and she's the one that drowned and it's like okay well so yeah so then she after the lights come on and the, you know there's a tape of him admitting that he yeah, let her drown like a tv like she a shows up tape. with buck or with selena with I don't buck and with selena, buck and selena all of them are there and she's like wow you would do this to me and yeah. uh and he's like oh baby bleh. and she's like well fuck you <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. Ki- she says something weird as she leaves yeah i think basically she's gonna take that Teep and go be on TV is essentially right. what we're. Oh supposed yeah, she to goes. You'll forgive me if I don't say thanks. Yeah, like, what? Hey, what this weird? It doesn't mean anything. And then I will add is yet another example of like basically he's like what, what happened Buck and Buck's like you think you can get away with threatening me? Yeah, which is the whole point. All of this was co- orchestrated because that guy's like I'm going to take you down mm-hmm. again. You don't fuck with Buck. Yeah, uh, but then. They all just fucking leave again. Can anyone ever be arrested in this fucking town? Yeah. You just attempted murder, and then you con- have proof and of then this guy attempting murder. on video to attempting to murder your wife. Nothing. Just no. He's just left literally to be like crying in his chair. That's the whole. It's like I mean, even if he was in jail, like I understand that his main punishment is that he doesn't get to be on television. TV, the thing yeah, that and he that's wanted some, the most, right. and he loses his wife. Yes, but, but that's a moralistic punishment, not a punishment from the city that we live in. Like this, right. like the municipality in, should be punishing this man. Being in jail wouldn't negate either of those. It would True. just be additional punishment. punishment. So yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense yeah, yeah, that they sure. wouldn't fucking put him in jail. Yeah, it's super silly. At least be like, oh, you're going to county and let him, you know, yeah, one yeah, line, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. All it takes is all like instead of him sitting in the chair sad alone sad alone you have him being cuffed and walked out of the room by the deputy yeah. and then the bu- and buck delivers like it leans in and is like you think you get away with threatening yeah. me then that's it it we all makes we sense. don't need to see all the paperwork but like show us that he's going to jail yeah and then basically like i know we wrapped up the caleb story but the caleb story is the end yeah. like we went from this to the caleb right. burning the locket thing but i will be done which credits. is interesting which I, fucking like. I really like it the caleb thing i'm getting a little and we'll we'll talk about it with this next episode too. But it's interesting that there's there's become a thing where like clearly you know Merlin represents forces of good and sure. God, right? Uh, and Sheriff Buck represents. Let's get into this God part, yeah. Because this, I this don't next know is very explicitly for, Christian. Yes, but for the first time, I think. Yeah. Besides, it has besides been, the devil's funeral. That's the only other time that we've like been, been in, in a church. church. Yeah. But even that. God doesn't factor in. Only right. the devil. Right. Only the only person to show have any power in that church sequence is Buck, right? Yeah. Who's the bad guy? Mm-hmm. To me, this whole show has been all about good versus evil without really bringing in religion explicitly. Right. Until this next episode, episode 10, which we're about to talk about, which opens with. Uh, oh, I fucking love the skull open, like honestly. It's uh, a priest and Buck in a confessional. And Buck is getting information. The priest is telling priest Buck is telling all gossip. of the stuff that the people are confessing to. He's clearly not happy about doing it. He's yeah. like clearly doing he's, it. He's being somewhat against as well. He's being blackmailed by Buck into doing this. Yeah. Well, I found reason, it very. The reason that he's been blackmailed is because apparently there was a fire that destroyed everything else on the block, but it kind of magically missed the church. Right. So the priest not only knows that Buck is evil and is blackmailing him. But he knows that Buck has the power to make a fire, fire pass around a, a church. And like I, what we find out, at least the way I interpret it, is that he essentially sold his soul to protect the church. Yeah. He was like, he sold his soul to Buck to make the fire. Like literally the building. Yeah, the, the actual building. 
Here's what I thought was interesting about the religious part of it was that I again so far to me it's been good versus evil without really being God versus mm-hmm. the devil. And for the first time really for religion to play in, it's through a corrupt priest. Yeah. It's not through like a, a like they don't go to a church for help yeah. and have this like holy figure give them information yeah. or, or protect them or any of that. Mm-hmm. It's literally a, a, a priest who is who just as who has fallen and is just as vulnerable as everyone else in this town. Yeah. He is just another example of a person that is in Buck's pocket. Right. Even and for I, somebody with the power of God representing God, sure. he's pretty much under the thumb of, of Sheriff of Buck. Buck. And I, I really enjoyed that. And there's a moment where they're in that confessional mm-hmm. and then like everything starts shaking and yeah. uh, he freaks out and he's like no oh, he I'll starts just, you know he, he started, like repenting take then, me oh now God. take my body I'm, pre- I'm, I'm prepared yeah, to yeah. whatever my will be done uh, and Buck's like this doesn't seem like his handiwork yeah and then he looks at the statue of the Virgin Mary and, and it it's turns. fucking the, it's the so statue bad. turns to the left to face him and then it's fucking face morphs into Sarah Paulson's face and her I face beca- laughed out loud like bellowed laugh. I rewound the part to watch the morphing yeah, again yeah, 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 because yeah. I was like because no, there's another didn't. one later that's even worse uh-huh, but we'll, we'll get to it so this is the second face morph we've had on the show the sure. first one was when uh, Sheriff Buck, Buck took the form of Danny Masterson right and that when they when he morphed back into Sheriff Buck that was scary like that was a really scary like sort of like, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah 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 this yeah, one yeah. is a little less scary because it's a doll and the she doesn't really move it's yeah, a statue becomes live but Sarah because Paulson's the statue face. is facing Sheriff Buck at an angle when they superimpose Sarah Paulson's face on it her face is like Kind off of, a little bit. Yeah, off, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, a little off her, of the statue. Her, yeah, yeah, her face is a little bit to the left of where your face should yeah, be no, on your head. It looks like uh, that face swap app that people do yes. now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How it's not quite right. It looks like that. It's not even as good as the face swap. Right. At least the face swap knows where the center of your the face, face is. <laughs> valid point. Knows where the center of the head is, and it puts your face there. And sometimes it's the wrong size, but it's in the center. So yeah, it's a. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, "I've come for you." She's like, "You're not yeah, going to get away with this. Yeah, I've yeah. come for you." And then back into doll face. Right, right, right. Credits. Another great cold open. Yeah. Another really solid cold open. Uh, the next scene is Buck meeting really, with... The, the B-plot of this episode, just, no. Just I get could, rid of I it. don't care in the slightest. So, uh, well, we'll get... It's like, honestly, it's the least interesting part of let's, this. Let's talk about it now and get it oh, 100% get all, over all with. Of it. 100%. So, the sheriff is meeting with a guy who turns out to be an attorney who has who represented a, a kid whose arm was broken while being arrested by Sheriff Buck mm-hmm. and got that kid like $600,000 in the lawsuit. Yeah, they sued the department and got and won. Yeah. Which is, first of all, weird because since when does Sheriff Buck, Buck lose ever anything? Lose 100%. But okay, all right. So he's out. He hates this lawyer because he's out $600,000. Uh, he tells the, like, and the lawyer's like, look, man, I'm sorry. You know, like, I, I got to do job. my job. And, and Buck's like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, you got to do your job. I respect you or whatever. Uh, and then he finds the one. Th- all right. So what we missed in the beginning in the in the confessional is the guy giving him all these like really stupid secrets. Right. Just so it's he's a like, lie hey, nothing really juicy came up in the confessional. Ju- I mean, he's telling these secrets, and Buck's like, oh, you holding back on me? All these are yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And then he says that so and so's wife, which is this the attorney's wife. the lawyer's wife, uh, is throwing tax into the road to keep people from speeding. Yeah. Because there's too much traffic, traffic. on the street. He's tired of. House. She doesn't like living in this. She wants to move. Essentially, until yeah. we find out. And she's throwing. And there's so much traffic that she's throwing tax in the road to, to give people, people flat tires. Uh, and that's the only one. Who's oh, perfect. That's all I need to know. And, and the priest is like, really? You can do something with that? And he's like, mm, I had my ways or whatever. Yeah, yeah well, he was like uh, strange and mysterious ways or yeah, whatever he which says. Is like, mm, God's okay. thing. Yeah. Uh, he tells so then, the lawyer yeah. that 
there's a French automotive company that wants to buy his house because they want to open a plant. And he like asked him how much. Center, yeah. How much is your house worth? He's like two hundred eighty thousand, three hundred. If we spice it up or whatever, yeah, yeah. if we spruce it up, he goes, "Well, what if I offer you five hundred thousand? Uh, this French automotive company wants to sell. I'll yeah. get a finder's fee. They're willing fee. to pay a lot. He's like, I'll get a finder's fee, and this will make amends between yeah, us or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, I can't because I made a promise to my dad that because on that property is a second house where an old black, old blind black dude lives. That initially I legit thought was a dog. So like, I think that was a crazy sentence. So at one point, uh, he sells. <laughs> when, when we first see the man, the lawyer says to Buck that uh, my dad made a promise. My dad to made this guy. a promise to Birdie. He just says Birdie. Yeah. My dad made me swear that I would never sell the house as long as Birdie was alive. Yeah. That's the that's the line. And then when we see the house, we see this old ass dog come out of this house, and then I was like. Is this all because of a dog? Yeah. I thought the dog was Birdie, and I was I like, that's did. a weird fucking line to draw. And it also, it, but it makes way more sense that you would wait for a dog to die than a man then, um, who lives in your property. Because yeah, here's yeah. the thing is, is the lawyer's house is really big. It's one of those big, big like, southern, southern plantation yeah, exactly. kind of houses. Yeah. And their yard is huge, which is another thing where I'm like, their yard is so large that you wouldn't even care about, about traffic. You know, you're You'd like pretty so set far, far back. back. Yeah. But there's a second, much smaller, kind of a like, it's Run basically down. like a maid's quarters on yeah, the yeah, property. Yeah. Service it's, quarters, it's, sure. Yeah. So, uh, so this old guy, Birdie, lives in there, and he's blind, and he's got this dog. And apparently the lawyer's dad was like, promised him that, uh, you know, he could live on the, in that house till he died. died Birdie yeah. owns nothing, basically. Like, yeah. everything he has, he's, he's like, I got old... this dog and I got this house. Yeah, yeah. He... Who the fuck is Birdie, though? That's the thing. We don't, we have no we idea. We never find I'm out. I'm assuming he's an old servant that went blind. He's lived in that house a long time. Yeah. The whole reason, so like, at one point the lawyer tells him like, look, we're going to buy a better house somewhere else. Because like, uh, he doesn't want to sell. And then Buck's like, oh, we'll give you 750000 Yeah. Um, and the, the whole thing there is is the lawyer's like, I got to keep up my dad's word. Right. A man's word is, is the only thing yeah. he has. And so I got to keep up his word. And Buck is like, mm, but is it worth $750,000? Come on. And, then, and then, so he talks to Birdie. He's like, hey, Birdie, I want to sell this house. We're going to get a lot of money. I'll get you a new house. house. A great, nice house. And then Birdie does get, like, I will say a couple things. Birdie is not a bad actor. Not He's a bad fine. Actor, no. uh, a very cliched character. Yeah. Uh, but not a bad actor. But he gives a pretty good little speech of like, because he's like, yeah, I'll put you in a better house. You'll never miss this place. It's going to be gorgeous. And he gives this little speech of like, uh, see behind me? And he's blind. He's like, right. behind me, there's that oak branch almost touching the ground. Yeah. I remember when you couldn't reach that branch. And uh, there's a fence over there that's missing two posts. That's from a football. Like, yeah. It's I a never, cheesy speech, but it's he It's a cheesy speech, it. but it sells it really well. And the idea being like, I want to stay living here because while I can't see, I feel like I can see because I know everything around this me. Is this is my history and my this history, is my history, my home. I don't want to leave. And it, it's effective, I right. thought. I yeah. honestly, it's the only part of the storyline that I found totally. at because all Because it, it sells it emotionally, but there's also a practical aspect to it. Yeah, he's the like, man knows I know this he place can walk around. around. Yeah. yeah, he can get around without falling over yeah. shit. That is an important thing He's disabled, thing to but people. he can still live alone in that house because he knows where everything is. He's safe. Like, he's got his shit there. He's like, uh, yeah. Buck convinces the lawyer by saying, "All right, so here's how we're going to get rid of Birdie. Uh, we'll I have signed an order here that will you know he's just like he's handicapped. He maybe he's maybe he's demented. Uh, I'll sign an order. I'll have him in, uh, committed services. for 48 hours. Right. Social services meantime, will take him out of the house yeah, so they can do a little evaluation. Yeah, they'll keep him for 48 hours. hours, and then by the time he gets out, the locks will be changed. He'll have sold the house. house everything's sold. gone. Fuck it. Um, Blah blah blah. He shows up. The, the lawyer struggles the with lawyer this for like two minutes, and maybe. then he it's and then he a very the mild struggle. Yeah. He signs the he signs he mails the letter like we knew he would. Like we knew he would. Um, 
we see the the French are there with their lawyer. They're right. like, everything's right, 750000 There's a real estate agent yeah. who is not French. She no, is Southern. She's very Southern. She is Southern the, and American. I feel like they legit just couldn't find an actor who could do a French accent. Yeah. Because there's an actor in the background on his phone, but we never hear him speak. Yeah. He's clearly supposed to be the they French guy. They didn't want to deal with it. Just didn't want to deal with the logistics. Um, he's like, so everything's set in stone, 750000 He's like, yeah, 750000 Excellent. Just sign right here. And it's, as he's doing it, I'm like, read those papers, man. No. Also, this is guy, your classic deal with the devil. The guy signs like he's never held a pen. And, and like, he <laughs> he does signs a weird... like a paintbrush. It's yeah. real weird. Yeah, he just does like a scratch where like you know that there's just a weird zigzag on that paper. Like I know yeah, yeah. all signatures are just dumb zigzags, but like he holds a pen like a child. Like yeah. a child that doesn't really know how to hold a pen. He goes, uh, uh. Yeah. And that's his signature. And yeah, he doesn't read it. He doesn't even hold it. You know what yeah, I mean? They yeah, hold yeah, out yeah, a clipboard yeah, yeah. to him. He's not even like, let me hold this clipboard while I sign. All right. It's all done. We're good. Everything's done. Excellent. Here's a and check. Here's your check. And he opens it up and it checks for 150000 That's a hundred grand less than his house is even worth. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, what is this? Is this a down payment? He's like, no, that's your payment. He's like, you said 750000 He's like, yeah, 750000 francs. Ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Which is the cheapest fucking... Yeah. Like because, it, that's yeah. like a like a pool hall hustle. It's why? Dumb. And like the the American real estate agent just said to him seven hundred fifty thousand. You know, yeah, but she wouldn't have dollars. said that. Yeah, she also would not have said that yeah. for sure. But they do make a point of no one saying dollars. I right. went back and checked. That's good. Um, but it's also but it's like, super cheap. It's we super also cheesy. know that wasn't there a previous episode where somebody wrote down something and then Buck changed it magically? Yeah, yeah. Well, the fucking uh, the the chart. In the That's hospital it. episode, yeah. like, the didn't anesthesiologist. have the thing. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he could have just changed it. it he did, no, no, he just, just literally lied to him. And trigger. he's like, you're not going to take $600,000 away from me. He's like, oh, $600,000. That's a mm-hmm. familiar number. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, which is what the guy sued for. Uh, he, he goes like, fuck! Like, yeah. he does another, yeah, he does yeah, a yeah. classic one of those. Uh, they cut at a bad time. They cut to his face before he says Buck. So yeah. you have to see his angry face for a couple seconds. And then he goes, Buck! It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to sell a yell like that for if you sure. have to see the leader. Like, cut to him in the middle of, uh, you know. Right. Uh, so that's kind of, but here's the other then reveal. Then Birdie comes back. Birdie pull, like, the car, there's a car that pulls up and Birdie's gets out. And it's literally the saddest thing I've ever seen until we get the reveal. But it is a blind old man, a half-dead dog, and then the <laughs> blind old man's all of his possessions in like a, a burlap sack. Yeah. Like it is like, like just the even saddest. Get a flower sack like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the whole point is like he's coming back to find out that his, he's been sold out of his house. No, he's fine. They're moving. He's not because the French... Uh, respect to the story. They were very touched by his story and they respect loyalty or whatever and honesty. So he gets to stay in the house as long as he wants, but they are going to have to move with no money. Which I thought was... I I thought that sort of negated the whole point of the fucking story. Like, am I wrong that he's... I, I get that, you know, what the lawyer has given up is his word, but the whole... The reason that he was even that was struggling was, was for Birdie. Because, and so, like, yeah. shouldn't he be punished by Birdie being in a bad situation also? I would you know? think. But I think, I mean, obviously the punishment is that he got screwed out of all this money. Right. He's actually lost a house. ton of money. He lost his house. He lost mo- a like, he's, money. Like, oh, he's out $130,000 because yeah. whatever. And we don't want to see Birdie hurt, I guess. Yeah, so we, I guess we so. get our happy Oh, end. okay. So we, we missed uh, the face morph because that, that we'll get to it. Okay. We'll, we'll get to it, please. I will never forget it. I will. Haunt, it will. It will haunt my dreams. It's <laughs> um, really creepy. So let's now that that story's out of the way because it is a very lackluster. 
boring, who gives a fuck beeline. It does not matter. The other storyline, I fucking liked a lot. It's great. Um, so this priest is in a hospital, in a hotel room. This is the next part after the thing. He's in his hotel room, and he's going to meet with a prostitute. This pro- well, like we don't know no, right first, away. First, he's in his office, and he turns the gas on. Oh and yeah, he starts, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting a towel under the door, door. and reciting like, from the Bible. Yeah. He's going to kill himself. He starts to light a match, but he can't do it. He can't right. bring himself to do it. Then next time we see him, hotel room. He's hired a prostitute. It's Merlin Whoa. in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not in white. She's in black. It's and her hair is curly. Sure, she got some lipstick on. But here's what was interesting: Merlin can now interact with people other than Caleb. She has. Yeah. Possess new powers. Mm-hmm. Other people can see her, and she can affect the world. I and, think that's a good. I think that's a good. And the priest touches her at one point. Yeah, for sure. He like kind of pulls her hair back to look at her face a little yeah, more, yeah, and he yeah. recognizes her. He's like, "Oh, Merlin." She's like, "Yeah, you baptized me," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you and your brother." It makes sense. The priest is old. I like. I yes, and I. But I like the progression of Merlin's character. Yeah. I like her being able. Like, if she was, she couldn't just remain the white. Dressed yeah. girl mm-hmm. that floated around her brother. It would never go. It would just anywhere. get really annoying. So now she can interact, and she's coming for Buck. I yeah. like that a lot. It's not just like she's out and she's going to try to help people. Yeah, she has a fucking mission, and she's coming for Buck. And Buck, I like that. I think presumably sent her to hell for a little while, and now she's Did coming something. out like yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, when she when she was conjured by Caleb, like she's surrounded by flames, flames and she's and, not happy. Yeah, yeah. And she for can't sure. get out. She's kind of trapped, trapped. So so he she needs his help to get well, out. Well, I think does. we're supposed to understand that she killed herself right she jumped off that bridge right, killed herself yeah. that sends you to hell right that's like in religious so. ideal obviously right. it's not my whatever but I, I guess think. so so like I she's guess you're kind right. of trapped because what's funny is later in the episode Buck says I can make your afterlife a living hell yeah 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 and I'm like does that mean you're just gonna send her to hell is yeah. that because that's <laughs> yeah. what hell thought, is and also your afterlife is not a living hell it's just a hell it's that's just hell just, that's, yeah. it's literally hell so uh, the so priest she, yeah. tells her that he wants He's like, to I hire, hire you for an sex. arsonist. Yeah, I, I didn't hire you for sex. I want to hire you to. I I, I want to hire an arsonist to burn down my church because I can't do it. And he says, "Don't worry, I'm the only one who'll be there." Um, but uh, I thought maybe you would know somebody that could help or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was like an interesting move. Like yeah. this priest is not. Like I'm gonna fight or I'm gonna whatever. He's like gonna yeah. kill himself. He's su- like he's falling. He's immediately completely. ready he's to sacrifice up. himself for the. Tr- I mean, he's already right. sacrificed because he's already mortgaged his soul to the devil, for basically, sure. and to protect the, the building. But and also now he's realizing that it's hurting his congregation. So he's like, I gotta put the, a stop to this. But the other part of that is that he sold his soul to Buck for as long as the church doesn't burn. Right. Which is why if he burns the church and dies, his soul will be free. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're playing. I. I they, the the writing there I think is really interesting. Yeah, they're really following through. Uh, um, there is a horrible moment where Buck and Selena are kissing, and it's the it's creepiest, the most soulless kiss. Their mouths and face don't move at all. They are literally just pressing their open mouths against each other and not, and then standing perfectly still. It is. Yeah uncomfortable it's very like i really did not enjoy it so they're like they're they're in her house i guess and uh and they make out in like the most dead way it's like two dead dead. bodies that you just smashed yeah it's like if you took a ken and a barbie and matched them together and then she's like well see you later i'm gonna take a shower Shower, she starts to take a shower and then blood comes out of the shower another classic blood coming out of nowhere but we said in the previous episode Uh, I like that very much, and it's such a classic fucking yeah. horror thing that yeah. like, it, and it it's always effective. It works. Mm-hmm. It just works. Um, we there's a, a, a so. Do you want to go to the restaurant now? We'll go to the restaurant. So this is in the previous story in the lawyer storyline. Yeah. He's meeting with Buck. 
uh, or the Buck and the lawyer meeting. There, he's kind of convincing to sell the house. Uh, this is he, the scene where Buck is like, "Here's the letter, letter you can mail to social so, services." Yeah, yeah. The lawyer looks up to the waitress Buck and is leaves. like, can "Buck I, leaves." The waitress yeah, yeah, comes yeah. over and says, "Can I get you anything, anything else? else?" And he says, "Like, I'll get, I'll take the check or a yeah, water." He, he, or throw, he, he takes out like a bill and he yeah. puts it on her tray, and then he looks up, and the waitress has Birdie's face, the old black. It's a white, a young white lady's body. Has kind of a revealing neckline. Yeah, a little bit like plunging. she's showing there's some bit cleavage. Yeah, there's a little bit cleave. And then we see the old, old blind black, black guy's, guy's face, face on, on it. Face. And again, it doesn't fit. It's off. It's, it's too like, big of a face you, for the head. Did you watch The Sopranos? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, in The Sopranos, uh, the actress that played Tony's mother dies in film while while it's being filmed. Oh. And they have to try to wrap up her story, so they do this terrible CGI oh, no. thing. And her head is like cocked sideways and it doesn't fit on the body. That's what this looked like. It was so out of place. I burst out laughing so. And it's supposed to be like an effective moment because he's like. Yeah, because he's like, damn you, take your money and go to hell or whatever. Keep your damn money or whatever. And it's like, you know, this is the the man's conscience, the lawyer's conscience. You know, he's thinking about Birdie. But like, it's not a. It throws you out of everything. It completely takes you out of it. Uh,. He then morphs back into the waitress, who is Merlin. Oh shit! Oh shit! She's all about face morph. Um, who Merlin meets? It's really something. It's uh, it's something. It's I mean, it is. It's frighteningly bad. It's bad enough that his face is on her head, and then it makes it somehow worse that he says words. You know, he yeah, says, yeah, yeah. "Keep your damn money." Well, and yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like you can see her tits. And yeah, his yeah, face, his face is enough. Bad. It's already uncomfortable. Um, so the Merlin and Caleb have a conversation. She tells Caleb to like go stay at the shelter at the church yeah, for a couple of days. She says basically like some shit is going to go down. Yeah, I want yeah, you to be it's safe. It's going to get dangerous. Buck's going to get pissed. Uh, and when she was meeting with the priest, she told him, "What I, I'll help you. What yeah, I want yeah, you to yeah. do is is take care, care of Caleb, Caleb. Give him some sanctuary at the church." There is. There's a well. Here's actually the line she tells. Uh, she tells Caleb that Buck's gonna pay an eye for an eye, and I was like, "So you're gonna rape his mom? I know that <laughs> what you're gonna, you're gonna kill a, <laughs> a lot, lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, an eye no for an eye does not can, seem. Re- yeah, you yeah. can only kill him once. Um, she. Uh, so there's a scene where. Uh, Buck and the deputy are sitting in his car, and suddenly the deputy's real horny. He's just real horny, and like he keeps seeing these girls walking across the street. And it's I the datedness of it I enjoy because they are like '90s attractive, yeah. Which means like they're wearing a skirt, but it's like maybe a couple inches above the knee. It's not particularly right. short, uh, blousey, like blouse, right. like nothing, were, nothing particularly in, revealing. They're wearing clothes that would not be considered sexy by today's standards. But he's just like hubba hubba, like, like day him. dresses. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he's like, why? you think they call them Southern Bells or whatever his terrible line is. Uh, and then he sees the blonde and he says the same thing. And then he sees one. And he goes, four alarm bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then he sees this woman walking across the street and it's like very obviously Merlin from the back, but yeah. whatever. It's supposed to be a mm-hmm. reveal when she turns around and it's Merlin. Yeah. And Buck's like, what the yeah. fuck? And he gets out. Buck's, Buck kind of knows it's Merlin. He's staring at her and then yeah. she turns around. He gets out of the car to sort of like, like run after her. her. And is almost hit by a bus. Yeah. And it's pretty great that, like, obviously she led him yeah. into the street to try mm-hmm. to get hit by this bus, and she's like, watch your back, fuck, yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck she says, <laughs> which I really like. Um, okay, then then we have the sober as a judge scene. So, okay, Selena so- Combs is asleep. 
she hears this noise. She walks out into the be- like the living room area or the he's kitchen like or whatever. He's like dripping wax on. Oh no, he's and like he's, lighting he's matches. He's lighting matches and holding them till they burn out, like by burning his fingers. Because he loves pain. And he he goes like. Uh, He's like, you want to join me in some nihilistic masochism or whatever yeah. the fuck he says. There's nothing like the smell of burning flesh. Yeah. It's real. But like, it's back to the candle play right, shit from right, the previous right. episode, which is like, they keep bringing up these weird elements of these characters and then forgetting them yeah. for a few episodes. And then, well, we're back to them being weird sex play creeps. Right. Uh, which is like why I'm still waiting for fucking that lawyer or that reporter with the bag of evidence to factor in at all, but we're eight episodes nope. since then and has not shown up once. Fuck it, I guess. Uh, um, well, I'm hoping. There's still like 10, there's yeah. still like another 12 yeah. episodes, so I'm hoping it shows back up. It's probably going to be in the finale that Something, reporter's going right? to come back. Uh, so she's like, well, if you're going to scream, why not come into the bedroom? And she likes the candle. And he's like, who the fuck are you? Well, yeah, no, so yeah. first she, well she tells oh, him, she's she like, goes, what, are you, what are you, drunk? And he's like, I'm sober as a job. And like he stands up while screaming, which is real weird. Screams, yeah. He goes, "I'm sober, sober as a job." Yeah, like he stands up while he screams. It's so crazy, and and it doesn't make any sense because I don't. I feel like it was a line read given by a director because he's really good. He's a fantastic actor through the whole run of this, and that choice makes no sense. No sense at all. And like the line doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked about this earlier. It made me think: Did I miss something in this episode where there is a judge where he is? Somehow at odds with a judge. Have we talked to the judge? Have we talked about a judge? Have we talked about judgment? No. Like, none not, of Not factored in nothing. even a little bit. He just screams as a judge for no yeah, reason. Yeah, it's super strange. And then he starts choking her. Then he starts choke fucking her and he's like, you think, who are you think you're talking to? Like, you can't tell me what to do, blah, blah, yeah. blah. They have just a weird, like, reestablishing really their she dominant submissive roles. She looks sleepy even when yeah, he's she's choking still, her. She, like, for a second kind of gas, and then she's like, all right, we just choke fucking fine. Yeah. She doesn't, she does not care. There's zero passion between yeah, the Yeah, she two says of them. things that imply that she's into it, but she looks completely bored. Um, there's what, a, this is where I, this is my note that I made there. Please, what's Selena's deal? No clue. I no literally clue. don't know at this point. We don't she's know. A, she's a love interest for him. She's sent out the to town use slut. at time. Yeah, she's totally the town bike. Uh, at times, she's used as like bait to like use her feminine wiles right. to get sexual things. sexual bait or like a decoy or a distraction. But n- like. I don't think she's ever gotten anything that he just couldn't get. Right. He already knows everything. He just sort of likes pimping her out, I I think. think. And, And like... I think really she exists because they wanted some sort of sexy whatever on the show. Right. And this is what they thought that was. But, like, you know, if you're going to have a femme fatale on the show... She should have her own backstory. Like, it's very far into the series, and she's been featured in a lot of episodes yeah, so far. I would for say somebody, most of them. Almost somebody, more than, like, Matt at this point. Yeah, totally. And for somebody who we still know pretty much nothing about. We yeah, know yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. lives in her own house. We know she lives alone. Right. We know that the sheriff stays with her. We know she's a school teacher. We don't know why what? she's with the sheriff, like, what she gets out of it. We don't Does know she anything have about- magical powers? Uh, exactly. That's the main involved? one. Yeah, yeah. Is, is she magical? Does she know that the sheriff is magical? Does she... Sus- she kind of does she know and accept it and not care or does she know when she's getting something out of it like this is this was a point where i was like man for a character that we see this goddamn much she doesn't do anything that's not connected to sheriff buck and it's not even like i it's not even like a bechdel test type thing it's like really like this character has given us so little little that i don't like she's a waste of my time as a viewer totally yeah i just and like i there's nothing she I, does I feel like that I'm, a series of random women could not do. have done. A hundred percent. Also, that would almost make more sense yeah. to just have Buck influence certain random women to mm-hmm. do his bidding every episode and then toss them aside. Yeah. 
Uh, I Cook, sound like Selena's staying with him throughout yeah. multiple episodes, and we we don't see why. We don't see her ever get rewarded. She doesn't seem to enjoy sex with no, him. No, there are times where she's tired of him. Yeah, there are times where why she's are you upset. Still it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, that being said, I haven't. I like. I want to make it clear. I am. I enjoy this show. Yeah. Uh, so I have some faith that they will get around to that. Hopefully, in the next twelve. I, I really hope so. Um, but but maybe not. Yeah, they have. They've given me no proof that they're going to. Right. Uh, there's a so there's a scene with Caleb and the priest and the priest cell like priest leads him down to like a little basement under the church yeah, where there's yeah, some bunk yeah, beds the and he's like you stay here where Caleb they, goes clearly where the priest fuck kids right uh, <laughs> and there's a there's a moment where Caleb says like like you stay here I gotta go face buck or whatever yeah uh, and you know you, your sister wants you here to be safe and she's like you, he's like you can you saw my sister yeah. you saw Merlin he's like I believe I did so like that reaction like proving that Merlin is now out in the world influencing yeah. other people and in the last episode where he kind of conjured her uh, when Boone was walking away like alright let me know if you see her yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caleb yells after him he's like she's not here because you didn't because you, you don't believe, believe. you don't yeah, believe that yeah, this is yeah, real yeah, yeah. and then Boone's like whatever man I gotta go to dinner or you know and he's like you don't believe in her you don't believe in her it's like it's kind of establishing it's more like, of this like kind of that you know Tinkerbell fake. type thing yeah, where yeah, yeah. But, you know, the priest saying, I believe I did, is, is not an accident. It's very sure. much like he believes, Caleb believes, and the strength of their belief does make her real. Absolutely. Um, and then he, and then Caleb goes, you got any books? You got any books? And he's like, I got a book. And he hands him this Bible. And I really wanted Caleb just to be like, I'm just going to take a fucking nap or something. <laughs> like, just also, disinterested. There's other books visible there's, on the table. There's puzzles and shit, man. Yeah. Like, just enjoy yourself. But Caleb is like, he's like, all right, I guess I'll read it. Yeah, yeah, that cute little fucking, like, You don't give a kid a Bible. Like, they're going to know how crazy it is. Yeah, yeah, Like, that's why kids don't read the Bible Bible. Bible. They read a children's Bible. For sure. And they go to Sunday school where people talk about, yeah. yeah. They just go to Sunday school and they see cartoons. That's what they watch. Yeah. Um, You're reading the red letter stuff about being nice to other kids and sharing, and you don't let them read the fucking Bible until they get older because then they're like, what's Onan? What's Seed? Yeah, yeah. The Bible's not appropriate for children. No, it's mostly violence and sex and incest and grossness. Um, So the priest goes to give his sermon and basically just confesses to telling all the secrets he heard in confession. Yeah. And he's like, and he, I, quits. He, he gets this thing. He's like, yeah, I wrote this whole sermon, but up until yesterday, I didn't believe any of it. Uh, I've been corrupted. I, you know, I, I've been sharing like, the, the sacrament of the confessional mm-hmm. has, this has been broken. I've been sharing it. Buck has shown up at this point. Uh, and he, he quits. And Buck is like, are you going to tell us who you shared those secrets with? Mm-hmm. We demand the truth or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, God will give you the truth and walks off. And that's, that's that. And then there's some like crazy like, wind. Scuttle, yeah, yeah, And then yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, like zooming in on Buck's face. So, so then uh, people leave the church. People right? leave the church. People leave the church. Buck is there alone. There's like shoo, shoo, the, the camera sort of zooms past Buck as if it's like, ooh, God wind. Well, what, what happens is the priest goes back to the rectory where right, he's right, like right. packing and Buck appears. Classic. Like, like turn around in yeah, the chair. Yeah. Evil move. Um... And he basically gives the priest a heart attack, right? We're supposed to yeah. buy that he's he killing. Kills the he kills the priest magically. magically. And the priest is like, I'm getting out of here. And he's like, he won't make it 10 steps or whatever. Um, and then he goes to like the main part of the church. That's where all the wind happens. Right. And that's when Merlin shows Just up. Zoom, God. Like, yeah, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I liked very much in that church sequence is like full-on confrontation, Buck versus Merlin. Yeah. Like fight. Like not even yeah. like whatever. Like she's mm-hmm. like. 
she she's like uh, you can't kill me twice or whatever yeah. and he's like well I can make your afterlife a living hell and like sets her on fire yeah some flames start coming out, out of like, her face, face slowly and, it, and, and then she like slowly gets engulfed in right. flames she kind of overcomes it with the force yeah she overpowers it with her magic yeah uh, that's how I read it is like he no, used totally. his magic to set her on fire and she's like my magic is also strong right. she kind of closes fucking, her eyes and takes a deep breath and the, the flames, and the flames go, go off so like we're supposed to buy like she's all she's a formidable yeah. foe to Buck she she's come into her own power to the point where like you know four episodes ago she couldn't even touch shit touch or it, move anything, anything. Yeah, and yeah. now she can like she's not only understanding how to like affect things in the physical realm but also in the spirit like the metaphysical realm where For she sure. lives uh, she grabs the, him and she kisses gets, him she kisses she's like kiss me buck or whatever he's like what and she's yeah. like you, oh you scared of a little kiss and she fucking like plants one on him and yeah. like he's trying to pull away but she's holding his head in place yeah. which I like because that is the creepiest dude move yeah like when a dude goes to kiss a girl that he knows doesn't want to kiss her I feel like that's the like I'm gonna hold her face yeah. move it's very predatory she's doing that to him yeah. and I was like I like that reversal uh and then he like passes out from it. Right. He's like it's clearly like, it's a power thing. It's a magic kiss. Right. She's weakened him somehow with right. it. At first, um, I thought maybe she was like sucking his soul out, but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah. has no, one. No, I know, but, but somehow it's somehow she, she's yeah. like sucked his energy out yeah. of him. Essentially, Caleb shows up and is like, "The uh, father, so and so's dead," and she's like, yeah. "Get out of here!" Because she's, she she's got is it. about to snap fucking Buck's neck like Buck did to her. I love that yeah. beat. Mm-hmm. She's like, we get a "No fucking around." She's gonna forgot how she died. We get flashback for sure. But I love that beat. I love that like yeah, she goes, they're not playing Sarah Paulson weak at all mm-hmm. she has come to confront Buck she wants to kill Buck she is she's going pissed. to kill Buck end of story uh, she's like get out of here Caleb whatever and then Caleb starts to talk but it's Buck's voice that comes oh, out yeah, and tells like if you do that like whatever and she, yeah, he goes he goes, you can kill the body but, but the spirit lives on, on or whatever yeah. uh, and which she, I liked because I was like what are you going to kill the devil well, like, yeah, yeah, we've, for sure. we've established that Buck is magic he's basically the devil uh, he's he's already kind of died and come back to life like at sure. different points driving he's, off the bridge and right. shit yeah. he's brought a man back to life he has these kinds of powers you know it's not like that's a limit to his power where he can't create life or whatever so uh, for him I understand her wanting to kill him as revenge, but I was really glad that then, you know, Caleb yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. look, this isn't going to do anything. Like, the spirit will live on. Well, what I like, so Caleb says that. She lets go of Buck, and Buck's like, don't you get it? That's my son. If I die, then the child becomes the man. Like, I will yeah. just, he will just become me if you kill me. And she goes, and I'll I, kill him. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'll kill him before that happens, which I fucking like, too. Like, yeah. there are, they are establishing real stakes mm-hmm. and real boundaries. Like, the fact that she can't kill Buck means they're going to have to figure out some other way of getting around that. They're right. really, like, setting up a lot of avenues for the story to go in directions right. that I, I don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. This the this part of this show, I really like. Me too. And I wish they could figure out a way to make these episodic one-off stories mm-hmm. quality-wise match this. They've done yeah. it a couple times. Yeah. The, the creepy pedophile one was good. Mm-hmm. The fucking... Uh, the gang of intimidators. I like one the gang of good. hustlers. Yeah, but like, so what I really like is, is yeah, she says, um, she says, I'll kill. Uh, he says, well, if you kill me, the child becomes the man. He'll yeah. he'll basically become me. Right. And she's like, well, you know, he's got your genes, but he's not you. And he's like, well, no, he'll become me. She yeah. says, I'll kill him before I let that happen. And he says, don't you see? If you kill him, you cease to exist yes. because you only exist because of the force of his. Because belief. he, yeah, 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 for sure. Which is like that makes sense according to everything we've seen so far. Absolutely. It's not some random magic rule they just came up with. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's. You know, it's like, well, then, yeah, I don't. That's a real dilemma. Yeah, and now, where, okay, so where do we go from here? Credits. I fucking really yeah. oh, like. And she goes, uh, no, he says, uh, I don't remember who says this. I wrote down this line. He yeah. is more powerful than you can imagine. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember he if says, it's Buck he, or Buck Merlin. says that Buck says to that Merlin. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, that's another peek into Caleb. Why and Caleb power. is so important mm-hmm. for certain? 
I the end of this episode Good left ending. me like fuck. I want to see the next episode. Yeah. Like I want to totally. know where they're going with the story. And I'm going to be very it's mad if they don't fucking. Oh, for sure, very much so. I I feel like the next episode is going to be the, a dumb I, story of the week, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they're going to make us wait two more episodes before they give us another back Big to the storyline. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, and that's what's going to annoy me. But you know, that being said, do you know if I they really made all these. the episodes at once before they aired, or if they like made six and then they kept making? I them? believe they made all of them. From what I read, I think they had a full episode or a full okay. season order so i think they made one season and that was that okay but that also means we're probably not going to get a great wrap-up to the show right the because they would have been out. saving it for season two yeah, yeah which i'm yeah, like man yeah, if they if they'd sort of been like oh we're probably going to get canceled then maybe they would just gone balls out yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. we'll get more well, of that we'll see uh, we'll see anything you want to plug uh yeah i got a uh actually the web series well the pilot that you were in yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah, having yeah, us yeah. that uh, uh we shot last year and um, yeah, we're putting it out as a web series. It's going to be out uh, later this week. So by the time this goes oh, awesome. up, hopefully it'll be up. Oh, yeah, it will definitely be up because this is a few weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. We're going to release this episode. So it'll be uh, on. Uh, and where can you see that? Um, it's going to be on YouTube and there's going to be, we'll make a Facebook page. The, no, the series is called Thanks for Having Us. So you awesome. can find that. Yeah, so check that out. And uh, again, I'm on at Chris Cubis on Twitter. Hey, Sarah June on Twitter. If you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe us on iTunes. Uh, that is going to help us once we start trying to get some advertisers and stuff and maybe make a couple bucks not even make real money but pay for it as opposed to being out of pocket to do the show yeah. so that'd be tight maybe just uh, get a liquor sponsorship and then you can drink during the show that'd be pretty great uh, that being said again oh by the time this is out I'll probably be just coming back from Crom so uh, you guys were awesome yeah. uh, listen to the next watch the next two episodes we'll see you next week <laughs>